In this week's parsha, as parsha Tesave, we have the first pasuk. I'm going to learn about a little bit about uh, the Olachaim. The Olachaim in this first pasuk already has a lot of things to say, and he starts. The pasuk starts. So it says, and you shall command the children of Israel that they should take for you they should take for you pure olive oil pressed for illumination to kindle a lamp continually. Now, first of all, let's understand a little bit what this means. Speaking right now about the menorah, this whole entire parasha is a lot of things. It speaks about the speaks about the the kohen gadol and the menorah. It speaks about the oil, and it speaks about it says to have pure olive oil. It's a very important thing to have pure olive oil. And it has to be continually lit, meaning all the time. All the time you have to have the Kohen every single day. The Kohen has to light the menorah. You can't even even on Shabbat you have to light it constantly, every every day, every every time. Now, what does it mean crushed? What does it mean pure? It has to be ketit. Has to be zach and ketit. Now zach, zach is pure and ketit is crushed or pressed. So zach and ketit is whenever whenever someone makes olive oil, they can make the oil one of two ways. There's different stages of the oil. The first stage is that whenever you press the press the olive a little bit, a little bit of oil comes out. But once you start pressing it more then a little bit more oil comes out. Now, finally, if you want to get all the oil out of this, you have to you have to squeeze it very hard, put it in a press, and squeeze it. So, whenever you actually squeeze it, some of the the first the first oil there's only oil; it's pure oil. Then the second and third is a little bit more sediment of the actual olive. So, the thing that it says over here, pure pure oil is that it has to be meaning minimally crushed it cannot be uh, it can be grinded it has to be the crushed meaning you have to squeeze a little bit and a little bit of the oil that came out that's the one that's the, the beginning oil is the one to use for the menorah they had to use a lot of oil just to get a lot of olives just to get this little bit of oil the other oil the rest of the oil they can use it for menachot for like offerings they put the for oil, other things they use for oil. So we're gonna go into the Ochaim. And the Ochaim speaks and he says that there is a remez over here, and he brings up the Zohar Chadash, and he says over here that the four galuts. Each of the four galuts was all redeemed by the merit, by the schut of one person. Now, the Egypt, we, we know that we had the, the 
exile, the Galut of Egypt, of Babel, of Babylon, of the Greek exile, and and Galut Edom, the one that we're in right now. Now, all the all the all the exiles were were redeemed in the merit of one person. The Galut Mitzrayim of Egypt was in the merit of Avraham Avinu. The second one, which is Babel, is in the merit in the Shut of Yitzhak Avinu. The third one, which is the Greek one, the Greek exile, is Bayakov. And the fourth one, which is Galut Edom, is going to be in the Shut of Moshe Rabbeinu. Now, question is, okay, fine, Abraham took a certain amount of years. Yitzhak, we have the Babylonian exile, took a couple of years. Took a good amount of years. Now, the Greek exile also, but the fourth exile, wondering, why, did it, why does it take so long? Why are we still here? It's a very big thing. Why, many, many years already. Many years. We have the time of the Tanim already. They're having a problem. And now we have so much problems in the world. So why so long? Well, Moshe doesn't want to redeem us. The Sut of Moshe is not enough. Chas shalom. So the answer is that the Chaim gives. He says, what did Moshe stand for? Moshe stood for Torah. Well, who does he want to redeem? People that don't learn Torah? We're not learning enough. People that are not learning enough, why, do, why would he want to redeem them? Why would he want to redeem people that are not learning enough Torah? The whole thing that he stood for. And the Chaim explains, he says, when? When is Moshe finally going to the schut of Moshe is finally going to redeem Am Israel. is whenever we start occupying ourselves and going deep and hard in the Torah that this 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 Geulah is conditionary on if we follow Torah Mitzvot that whenever we follow Torah Mitzvot then finally Moshe is going to say that now is the time but if we're not then okay fine we have to wait longer we have to wait a lot longer until he, until Mashiach finally comes, until the final until the final Geulah comes. And how does how do we know this? It says in this in this way it says in the, the, in the Pasuk it says they should take for you pure olive oil. Now what's pure olive oil? We know that oil from the menorah lit up the world. Any type of oil, what is it used for whenever it's for, whenever it's for light? It's used to light up something. So the same way that the oil is used to light something, the Torah is also used to light up the world. There's darkness in the world. Any type of darkness, any type of tumah, the only way to bring the, uh, bring the, light, the light into the world, to a dark world, is with Torah. And this is what the, the Zohar explains 
Zohar Chadash explains that is what's going to bring the bring the schut of Moshe to redeem us. Now, the Orchayim goes further and explains explains the whole now explains the pasuk. He says it says specifically zach. It says zach over there, pure. Now, what does it mean, pure? Whenever someone's learning Torah, there are many ways someone can learn Torah. You could have someone that's learning Torah, okay, you know what, they, they start saying, you know, I'll do God a favor, as if it's a favor for him, it's for us. But we say, you know what, I'll, I'll learn five minutes just because, you know, I want something from God. Or you could say, you know, some people, they just learn because they want kavod. The Ochaim, he says, he explains, it means, he said, it says pure. What type of Torah I want from you? I want pure Torah. I want you to have Torah, Leshem Shemaim. Make it purely for the Torah. Not for any other reason, not for any other purpose. Not because I want to be better than him. Whenever he gives me an answer, I could answer him back. I could say, no, you're wrong. It's in this, this, Mesechet, this parasha. Or to make my to make myself get more kavod, make myself better than everybody else. These type of things are the impure oil that we can't use for the menorah, for the Torah to illuminate the world. We can't use this type of oil. The oil we're supposed to use is pure. The first the first crushing, the first squeezing of the oil. All the other ones is the impurities, the impurities of all the other reasons to learn Torah. This Hashem doesn't want. Hashem doesn't want this type of Torah, this type of oil. And then he explains, he says, and it says also, it says kitit, it says pressed or crushed. Now what does it mean? He explains that whenever we're learning Torah, when do we have to learn Torah? It's not only when things are easy, when things calm, okay, fine, listen, there's going to be pizza, there's going to be everything calm, you just have to listen and learn, that's it. Even to do something, listen, in the end, you want to do it, good, you don't want to do it, okay, fine, no problem, here, you enjoy the pizza, good. Comes to say, what is he saying? When do you learn? When are, you, when are we supposed to learn Torah? What's going to give us the redemption? Whenever you have the oil, whenever it's crushed, whenever you have to squeeze it, it doesn't just come out by itself. You have to squeeze it. Once you squeeze it, meaning that you have, it, it's, it feels like it's crushing that you have problems, you have this work problems, you have this problems, you have all problems. In the, in the end, life is problems. There's problems in life. But that's whenever you're supposed to learn Torah. That's Torah that Hashem wants. That's the Torah that, that gives meaning to the Torah. That even though it's difficult, I'm coming right now and I'm showing Hashem, I, I'm, I'm coming to learn. When? When is this? Whenever... It's difficult for you. You want to get up. You want to have a break. No, I'm still learning. I'm still learning. What am I doing? It hurts to a point that that mamash starts hurting. It says. He speaks and he says, "Shitzlichim laasok betorah ulchatet gufam vekocham." That you start learning so much that it actually starts like crushing your body meaning that your body is starting to get very weak 
and the, even the physical strength starts to go away from you. That you're learning, and it shows how much you care about the learning. That listen, I need to go eat. Okay, fine, five more minutes. There was a story that I just remembered with the stipler Gaon that he speaks about that he one time he was he had to he had to guard something on Shabbat forgot exactly the story but he, he had to guard a certain place he had to stand outside in the freezing cold freezing cold and he was standing over there and it was in the middle of Shabbat and this one person that the guard that was before him had the coat but he took it off for the next person so now it was the stipler's turn and he was over there and he saw the coat but he said listen if I take the coat it's it's gonna be carrying or whatever it is I can't put on the coat right now he says yeah but it's pikoach nefesh if I'm in this cold I could die or I could get sick something could happen to me so technically it's mutal I could take it right now I could put it on because it's freezing so he said, you know what? I'm not that cold. Five minutes I could do. Five minutes pass. No, he says, you know what? I'm not that cold. Uh, another five minutes. He kept on going, kept on going, kept on going. Why? Because he knew it's allowed. But just in case, I don't want to get into this type of maybe, maybe not. I could do it without it. And then he survived. We see that he survived. But he understood. He says it hurts, but this is why I want. This is, I want to keep the Torah. I want to understand. I want. So, same thing over here. This is with Torah, though. This is with that. In the end, someone wants to learn Torah. He. That's the only thing he wants. It's the only thing he wants. That and how do we see this? It's not just he brings it with his own, his own uh, mind. Even though the the. The Ochaim, his mind was amazing. You see, his Chidushim on the Torah. But he didn't just bring it. This Chazal say this. How do they say it? Because they say in the Pasuk, how it says, he explains, Al derech omro, zot Torah ki adam yamut. Meaning, ki adam yamut be'ohel. There's a Pasuk that says, zot Torah adam ki yamut be'ohel. This is the teaching of a person that dies in the, in the tent. Now what does it mean, Zota Torah? It means that this is Torah. That the person... And what's the Ohel? What's the tent? Tent is Bet Midrash. Someone's in the Bet Midrash. And he's killing himself to learn. He mamash to the point that he's willing to die for the Torah. That he's willing to... Whenever he's learning, he's in it, in it, in it. He's not even thinking about his physicality. He's not even feeling, feeling about his, his body. He's learning. This is the type of Torah that someone's willing to die in the Bet Midrash learning. Now, a little bit of a side, other, you have other things, other teachings. Of what does it mean, Tamid? We said Tamid has to be constantly, meaning that every single day, every day the Kohen has to light the Minorah. Now we have said, on Shabbat it has to be, though even on Shabbat you have to light it. And there are other also other commentaries that say 
It's not only that every single day you had to light. It meant whenever it said Tamid, it means it was constantly on. Which one? The, the western one. The one on the west was always on. The Sifri and the, uh, and the Torah Kohanim. This is Midrashim. And the level of the Mishnayot. It says it was always on. And the same way that the light is always on, was always on for the western lamp, same way that it has to be, that there's someone has to be in the world that always has to constantly be learning Torah. We know this from a pasuk that says, Meaning, if it wasn't for my statue day and night, for my Torah, the natural ordinances for the heaven and earth will cease to exist. I, there was no, there's no, per, there's no reason to make this world if not for the Torah. Meaning, there always has to be someone constantly learning for the Torah to, to for the world to stay in natural stay in general because if it wasn't for the Torah the world would just cease to exist it would just blow up it would just stop because Hashem says there's no point there's no point of the world if I don't have my Torah if people are not learning Torah so there always has to be constantly someone learning and we said even on Shabbat even on Shabbat they have to light but if you think Shabbat Shabbat is you can't the actual Pasuk it says you should not have any Light in any of your dwelling places. So how can we put on Shabbat? Saying that even on Shabbat, even on Shabbat, meaning that even in a time you think that okay, I don't, I, I might not have to do it today. Even according to the, maybe I don't have to do it. It's life risk. It's something. On Shabbat, Shabbat to turn on the light, to to light a candle, to light anything, to deal with fire, is stoning by the Beddin and Isu Karet. Is very big dinim. It's not like a thing like, uh, okay, fine, whatever. But the Torah says, even tamid, all the time, even on Shabbat. That's why we have the permission to do it, to have the candle. Because since the Torah said over there not to do it, but it says over here, there's a special permission. The same way of Brit Milah. Brit Milah, you're cutting, you're making a wound, you're not allowed to on Shabbat. Over here, we're allowed to. Brit Milah, you're allowed to. Over here, you're also allowed to. You're allowed to put the fire. But what is this coming to teach? That even whenever you think it's impossible to love Torah, for example, you live in communism, you live in something that's impossible, that they don't, that for you it's impossible to learn. You still have to try. Much they say, you learn, it's illegal, we're going to kill you. You know what the Torah says? Continue learning. Continue learning. So much so that you see even with Rabbi Akiva, Rabbi Akiva, the, the, the Romans made Torah study illegal, Torah learn, uh, teaching and study illegal in public. Meaning, you, taught, you learn Torah, death penalty. You, we're going to kill you. Rabbi Kiva says, okay, what do I care about you? I care about the Torah. The Torah told me to learn, I'm learning. I'm teaching. Because uh, if I don't learn, I don't teach. What's the point? What's the point of the, of the, of the, of the world? So they continue teaching in public. So Hashem told me to teach. Why? Why do, you, why do you say this? Because he says, a person, a Jew without Torah, is like a fish without water. 
A little while out of it, he's going to die. There was a story that he brought up and he explained that there was one time a fox that went over to the fish and says, Fish, there is this uh, fisherman trying to catch you. Come out of the water so you say so you get saved. He says, Do you understand what you're saying right now? You're saying that I should come out of the water so I be saved from this fisherman. The only reason why I'm alive is because I'm in the water. The only reason why we're alive is because of the Torah. So if we stop studying Torah, we're dead anyways. The fish is gonna die outside of the water. So we'll make it in the water he's safe. Even though it's a high possibility he's gonna die. In the Torah we're safe. Outside of the Torah we're doomed to die. That's it. This is in Rabbi Kiva, this is Masechet Brachot 51b. That it was illegal and he studied. Even though we think, I can't study right now. I, think I'm, uh, I, I can't study. I have to do work. I have to do a lot of things. My wife is going to kill me. This one, whatever. The government put it. Does it make a difference? You learn. You do whatever you can. Find a way. So, Basat Hashem, our Torah learning with pure, like the first oil. And we're going to learn, even whenever it's difficult. Basat Hashem, it's not, an, it's not an easy thing, it's hard. But this is, this is Torah. Zota Torah. This is the Torah that Hashem wants. Basat Hashem, we will merit to have the Torah learning constantly and have. Moshe Rabbeinu's schut redeem us and Moshe shall come be mehera 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 be m